I suppose it was one of the saddest ones. You know, like a a hollow shell, like one of them baubles that's been hanging on the tree and then been stepped on. You know, you know like in, uh, in Home Alone, when that burglar stands on the tar and his shoes come off and his shoes get stuck in the tar and then he walks up the stairs and stands on the nail. Now, that's... It's the bit where he comes to the window. It's the other burglar where he comes through the window and then he stands on on, on the broken baubles and they're all hollow and they cut all his feet up. You know, that's, uh, that's what it's like. It was like that, I suppose. I wouldn't mind watching Home Alone again, though. You're listening to Dog Button Radio. I'm Forever Brian. Put your headphones in, close your eyes, and enjoy this episode is called Christmas on the Moon. Um, yeah, but I mean, it, it's a shame that it was Victoria's first one, but I suppose it's better than none. We put it off for like six years. Six years? Uh, yeah, about that. I mean, no one knew when when it was. You know, they they just... We ended up just choosing a date. There were a few of them, and we just thought, "Fuck it, let's just today." Well, not today because we had to do a little bit of preparing, but you know, around then. So then we had to ask, you know, like, what is Christmas? You know, for us, for us now, what does it mean when when every day is the same and there's no calendars or snowman on the telly? You know, none of the things you know that we grew up with, our heritage. You know. What is it when when Christmas isn't isn't really Christmas? How do you have Christmas on the on the fucking moon? I loved Christmas as a kid. I really did. I remember, you know, being in love with the strange routines it puts into place, you know. Mum and Dad are both off work for the entire period. We'd go and pick chestnuts from the wood in Farnborough and dry them on the tiles next to the French window. You know, we eat all these odd foods at odd times. Everyone chats about Christmas specials on the telly when you go to visit them. You know, did you see what happened on Brookside? You know, aren't these mince pies really great? Yeah, you know, my dad even played Mega Drive with me. You know, he's Sonic, I'm Tails. And we, I remember we're so engrossed, you know, getting to the end of Sonic 2, the dinner almost goes cold and there's a big argument with Mum. But it's alright though, it's alright. You know, it's just <laughs> overcooked sprouts. You know, Victoria, she's never going to know that. She's never going to eat turkey. She's never going to see anything outside, you know, these these cramped, like, fucking hard metal walls. She's never going to see anyone that she hasn't known her entire life. So I don't tell her what Christmas was like for me. I just try and give her something good, you know, a break from the norm, just something to let her feel what I felt when I was her age, you know, that warmth, the surprises, and the safety, you know, that window between Christmas and New Year, when you don't really know what day of the week it is, you just know it's three days after Christmas, you know, or, or one day before New Year's Eve, that kind of period where you don't really have those markers, you know, of weekdays. You know, me and the rest of the old ones, we don't, you know, we didn't discuss any of this beforehand. We haven't. It's just all understood, you know, beforehand. We, we all just... No one wants to bring up their kids, telling them of, them of a world that doesn't really exist anymore. But equally, 
I think we all want our kids to know something about who we were before we all got evacuated up here. So we just tried to put them in a position where they can enjoy something that we enjoyed. You know, in that brief moment, there's, there's no divide, really. It's, uh, we're just a father and daughter, you know, singing Christmas carols and cutting snowflakes out of, you know, the paper recycle. You know, these, these, these sort of bits feel went well, you know, she smiled at me for that one moment, you know, in all of, like, all the time we spent together, you know, and in the, the one place we've ever been. You know, it didn't matter that I hadn't seen sunlight in seven years or that, you know, she never will. It was just us together at Christmas. But it didn't really stay like that all day. I mean, the whole thing was kind of shattered when <clears throat> I asked her what she thought of it and she said that she was having a, a great time, she loved Christmas and she couldn't wait for the next one. Um, and uh, I asked her what she wanted for Christmas next year, because that's what you do, isn't it? And she said that she wanted to meet fucking Buddy from Airbud, the dog. I say? The stuffed dog, you know, that I made her this year from that old shirt and some crushed up, you know, recycled paper, you know, shoved inside it. That wasn't going to work again. She fucking loves that film. I know she wants to, see, you know, she, she wants to see a fucking dog. Merry Christmas, Josh. You know, so, so I did the only thing I could, really. I just did. I did probably, you know, the most selfish thing, really. told her, yeah, yeah, you'll get to meet Buddy from Airbud next year. We'll, we'll get a dog. Come on. Come on. Good boy. Yeah, good boy. I mean, she's asleep in, in bed with all the other young ones, and I'm, I'm sitting here knowing that her first Christmas is also going to be her last and only Christmas. We're never going to have another one now. I chatted with all the other old ones about it, and you know, we're all in agreement. Next Christmas can never come for Victoria, or any of the other young ones. You know, so we made a thing about it. All the kids were told that next Christmas they'd get whatever they wanted. Dinner with Mickey Mouse, you know, a trip to, to Jurassic Park, flight with the snowman. You know, most of them, you know, they're going to forget soon, they're younger. Victoria, you know, she's you're five at the moment, you know I, I know that some part of you will remember and I know you'll fucking hate me for it, you know, at least for a little while so this is for you you know, this is a message for you to have when you're older so you can remember that time when I said you were going to get a dog. I just wanted to make you smile. I love you, Victoria. I always will, you know, even when... when you can't love me, you know, you're the only reason I have to keep going up here. 
everything to me and I just wanted to see you happy just for that one day and that one moment. I need you to know that. that I know this is wrong, but I need you to know that today was worth it. You know, today was the best day since the world died. You've been listening to Dog Button Radio. This episode was entitled Christmas on the Moon. In a moment it will be safe for you to take out your headphones and slowly open your eyes. Thank you for listening. Good luck.